to the Fun Sized Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Safeli. This podcast is your favorite place to learn about all things that revolve around health and wellness for females under 5'3". By listening to the Fun Sized Podcast, you'll get practical and actionable strategies for weight loss, muscle building, eating, exercising, strengthening relationships, overall health, and so much more. I know that petite women like you don't just want to curate a rockin' little body of your dreams. You want to know how to eat right, work out smart, feel energized, have fun, boost your confidence, and how to move through life while continuing to maintain a lean physique, especially when things get messy. This podcast will always give you a dose of realness, practicality, and empowerment you truly need to develop the highest version of you and be proud to be petite. So subscribe now if you're ready for solo episodes from me and interviews from the best little guests around to support you on your mission to become fun-sized. One of my goals for 2022 is to release one podcast a week. When I first started the show, I was actually doing quite well with this because I had so many topics to talk about. I was just so excited about doing it. But by the end of 2021, I really feel like everything kind of just slowed down and there were two deaths in my family and then Christmas. And I just felt like my podcast went out the window. And that made me kind of sad because I really do like podcasting and putting this out there. So Naturally, this year, I got out my handy-dandy notebook over here and wrote down a list of topics and a list of people I'd like to invite on the show in the next several months. And on that list, I wrote my 2022 goals and visions as, you know, one of those topics. But then I immediately crossed it out because fear, like well, what if I don't say the right thing? Or what if I don't actually achieve those things? Then I'm going to look really bad. But also because I know that there's a lot of people out there who don't believe in making New Year's resolutions and they might not be interested to hear about mine. So I crossed it out. And after checking off episode 90 and 91, these last two weeks, I saw the cross out and I thought, you know what? Screw it. It's not too late to talk about it, even if it's the third week in January. And even if whoever is listening to this isn't listening till July, there could still be some value for someone somewhere. So obviously, I have to admit, I am a sucker for New Year's resolutions and New Year's goals. I do enjoy a fresh beginning and setting a goal for myself in the new year. I also enjoy setting goals on the first of the month, even if it's on a Thursday, it doesn't matter. I guess what I'm trying to say is I like goals. And over the years, I have learned to make them more and more realistic and achievable for myself because that doesn't make me feel good. And it's probably the number one reason why other people don't like setting them in the first place either. Anyway, I have a few goals this year. I already told you the first one, and I know that this is a very achievable thing for me because I've come close to it in the past. I've been doing this for two years now. This is my third year. Crazy. Oh my God. Crazy. I also know that batch recording and editing them so that I have at least one ready and waiting to be published in advance 
is going to be the way that I actually accomplish this, especially when life gets in the way. When when I go somewhere, when I'm traveling, when I'm on my period, whatever it may be, if I always have one in the tank ready to go, then I will totally be able to accomplish this. The second one or the second goal that I have this year is that I would like to finally buy a Jeep this year. So here's a story for you and probably way too long and unnecessary for this podcast, but hey, you know what? I feel like just talking about me today, so that's okay. I owned a car the entire duration that I lived in Florida. When I made the decision to move out to Vegas for a month, I also made the decision to leave my car in Florida, partly because it was older and I wanted a new car anyway, and partly because I wasn't totally sure if I would stay in Vegas. So as you know, I met Justin and we were doing a whole long distance relationship thing for about eight months. And while it was totally fun and we talked often and things were amazing and like I really wanted to move out here, there was still this fear that it wouldn't quite work out. And I didn't want to put a ton of miles on my car from Florida to Vegas and back again if it came down to it. And I don't think that my car honestly would have been big enough for all my stuff, plus Goose, plus Justin, because he flew into Florida so that he could take the three-day drive with me. I drove a Acura RDX, um, so it's like a mid-size SUV, so it wasn't quite big enough. So we agreed to rent a van, pack it up with as much stuff as I would need, and for us to play house, if you will, for a month. Well, since he had two cars and since I work from home, when I got here, I really didn't need to go anywhere. And if I did, I could just borrow one of his cars that he wasn't using, or I could ride my bike, which is one of the things that I brought. We put it on the back of the van. It was great. But the gym and the grocery stores are very close by to where we were at the time. So I didn't necessarily need the car even like I could just hop on the bike and go. So one month went by and it went by really fast. So I was like, can we extend it to two months? Cause I still feel like I'm kind of on vacation. So by the end of February, things were going so well and I couldn't see a reason to leave, go back to Florida, whatever. So I was like, okay, I'm going to stay in Vegas. I guess I have to figure out what I'm doing with the rest of my stuff in Florida and what to do with my car. Like, am I going to bring it out here or am I going to sell it? So two weeks later, the world shut down from COVID and I couldn't fly back to Florida without risking getting COVID or, you know, anything like everything shut down. We had no idea of what was happening and it really wasn't necessary for me to rush out to Florida to do anything at all since the world kind of stopped spinning. (laughs) So I truly didn't need a car because of quarantine. So it wasn't top priority. Well, eventually I got used to just borrowing Justin's cars when I needed it. And I really just adapted to a different kind of life. Like we go to the grocery store together and most of the things we do together, we go together. So I really just was like, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't feel like I'm missing something because it's just a different way of living. So it's crazy to think that I've gone two years without a car because I drove so much in Florida. Like I can't even think of a single day where I didn't use my car, (laughs) but anyway, 
eventually my dad ended up going to Florida and driving my car back to New York, where I'm originally from to sell it. Um, because I was just, I just really don't want that car anymore. It was great for me at the time. I, you know, I, it was a great car, but it wasn't my dream car kind of thing. And since I don't exactly have a need for it, like I rather use that time to save up for the car I actually want. So turns out I sold it or my dad sold it for me. (laughs) And it turns out we sold it like three months too early because the used car market went way up after that. And I could have totally gotten more for it. It also means that the price of a used Jeep has also gone up almost to the price of a brand new one, which is where my current dilemma is. So all of last year I was thinking on it. I was totally torn. And so I couldn't make a decision to actually get one. Cause I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm like, do I buy a used Jeep and soup it up? how I want to, cause I want, I want to add things to it. I want to lift. I want all that stuff. So I'm like, do I buy a used one, have that money left over to do what I want to it? The problem is the used ones right now are like three to five grand less than a new one. So then I'm like, well, should I just get a brand fucking new one? Like, I don't know wh- which one, which one do I go with? Um, the problem is I probably still won't even drive it that much because I don't really need one. It's just kind of like a want in my mind right now. So truthfully, I'm still totally torn. And I guess I just have to wait for the right deal to come around. But I obviously need to look a little bit deeper than I have been. So my goal this year is to figure that all out and actually hopefully purchase a white Tudor Jeep Wrangler by the end of this year. So if any of you know anyone who's selling a white two-door Jeep Wrangler, like those are my my standards right now. Like that is exactly what I want. I will not take a four-door because we already have one. I want a two-door. It's got to be white. I don't care if it's a Willys, a Sport, a Rubicon, whatever. We can figure that out. But those are my standards. So preferably if you know anyone in the Southwest United States, let me know. Okay, thanks. Okay, little ladies, listen up. Do you ever feel short and stubby in the pictures you take? You know, the kind where you're like, oh God, I swear this outfit looked way cuter in the mirror. Ugh, I get it, girl. Pictures can be rough for us short babes, but here's the thing. We can either allow pictures to flare up negative body image issues, or we can use them to boost our confidence by simply using a few little tricks. The good news is showing up confidently for the camera just got easier because I'm sharing my petite posing tips that consistently help me appear as hot in photos as the way I see myself in the mirror. Inside my petite posing guide, you'll get over 35 petite empowering tips that help you look amazing, feel confident, and totally own that camera. Just head on over to funsize.life posing to grab your copy now. On to the third and the biggest goal that I have this year, which is really what this podcast episode is totally about. So my third goal is to practice more self-care more frequently and consistently. So I personally have this tendency to always be doing, always be going and moving. So taking a second to pause, to breathe, to recover has always been a little bit of a struggle for me. So there have been many times where 
I do take the time for me, but then feelings of guilt seep in and I'm like, well, I should really be doing this instead. And then I end up aborting the emission entirely. And then, yeah, but this year I want to build it into my schedule so that I truly practice self-care regularly and not just when I feel burnt the fuck out or stressed or anything like that. As I was saying earlier about setting realistic and achievable goals, last year, my New Year's resolution goal was to journal every Sunday. And I know me and I know setting a goal to journal every day is totally unrealistic and could even be quite the waste of time because I'll probably either be so repetitive in what I write or I'd write things like, I don't even know what to say today. I figured that once a week, was much more doable and I could sum up my thoughts of one week, no problem. I picked Sundays because it's already a slower paced day for me and Justin is usually preoccupied with Zooming with his friends on Sundays. So I wouldn't feel like I was missing out on quality time with him since he's already busy doing his own thing. So I'm telling you about these Sundays because I know that Sundays are a realistic day for me to practice even more self-care this year. So here's what my self-care Sundays are going to look like. We already have a good routine of going on hikes every Sunday, so that will totally be continued. We usually go three to five miles and takes us about one to two hours. Um, then like drive time too, depending on where we go, but that's usually the standard. And the hikes are usually very light and easy. Like every now and then we catch a hard spot that gets us out of breath, but 90% of the hike itself is just walking. And as always, we'll be getting fresh air, taking in the scenery, which is so good for self-care, being off our phones, which is important because we both work from home. We're both constantly using technology and having good conversations and just spending quality time together. So that is always a very nice start to our Sundays, regardless of whether it's 2022 or 2020. Aside from this activity, the rest of the day will be a total rest from lifting and cardio. We're not going to stress my body out with anything additional to that. From there, I'll meal prep because Cooking tends to put me in a very meditative state. Like I usually throw on a podcast or music, or sometimes I don't do anything at all. And just being in that cooking mode kind of gets me out of my head for a little bit. Plus it's productive because once I'm finished, I will have my entire week of meals taken care of, and I won't have to think about that during the week. So after that, in no particular order, I'll take a long shower or a bath, just depending on my mood that week. And then I'll either do my nails or a face mask or eyelash extensions or whatever makes me feel pretty that week. Just something to make me feel good. I actually learned how to do my own nails during the pandemic. My former nail girl in Florida hooked me up with all the products she used on me and how to make my nails look professional. And so with almost two years of practice under my belt now, Jesus, I can't believe it's been that long. I'm proud to say I've gotten pretty good and they usually last me about two weeks. So I'll dedicate an hour and a half to them every other Sunday. And then those Sundays in between, probably just something different. Like I said, face mask or eyelash extensions or whatever just makes me feel good. I'll also be journaling. As I said already, um, I think the biggest reason I actually stuck to 
this goal last year is because I use an app that I can access on my phone and both of my computers. So even if I'm traveling or I'm not home, I can still get the job done and I don't need to carry around a notebook that someone can tap into, steal all my secrets. The other thing that I like about the app is that I can voice to text my thoughts. So if I'm doing my nails or if I'm laying out by the pool, as I do in the summertime, I don't actually have to sit there and type or write. I can just literally talk and it records my thoughts as text, which now as I'm saying this out loud, that would be really cool for my podcast episodes. Anyway, multitasking at its finest. (laughs) The app is called Day One if you're interested in that. And finally, I'd like to finish out my Sundays by reading some sort of fiction, either getting cozy on the couch or again, laying out by the pool or the day bed once the weather gets a little bit warmer, being outside, hearing the birds with a nice refreshing drink and a Kindle in my hand just sounds so nice right now. Like it's, it's pretty chilly out. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. So that's that. I think these are totally realistic and doable and not too much for one day, just like just enough to kind of relax and and feel good. But in addition to my self-care Sundays, in order to truly hold myself accountable to frequently practicing self-care, I think those words are important, frequently practicing. I've also signed up for two wellness subscriptions. So the first one, I actually started in December because after turning 30 in November, I felt like it was time to really pay attention to my skincare routine, particularly my face. So I decided to sign up for a custom monthly facial at a nearby med spa. I have already received two, which is way more than I've gotten in the last two years. So I think I'm off to a pretty good start because if I were to just say, oh, I'll get one every month, it honestly probably won't happen. I know myself too well. It would take probably three months for me to finally go if I weren't on a subscription, but that subscription kind of lights a fire under my ass to book a session so that I don't waste any money. The second one is very similar. It's a 60 minute massage. So when I was competing, I was getting a 60 minute massage every week because my body desperately needed it. I'm not training nearly as hard as I was then, but I know what the power of a routine massage does for my body. And I feel that once a month will be just enough to keep me feeling amazing right now. So opposite of the facials, I actually have gone to this massage therapist a handful of times in the last two years, but I will admit my sessions were three to four months apart, which is fine. I just know me and I know that subscription is going to hold me accountable and consistent. So on that note, if you're anything like me and you want or need a subscription to keep yourself accountable for your self-care fitness goals, I have one for you. It's the Fun Size Fitness app, of course. For just $24.97 per month, you'll get five new workouts to cycle through each week of every month, as well as a place to keep track of all your progress and a way to connect with other petite ladies who share similar struggles and goals as you. So you can check it out by going to funsize.life slash app. And there are now four program options to choose from. So we've got the Anywhere program, which requires body weight and bands, the Home program, which requires dumbbells and some really basic home equipment. 
Then you have the gym program, which is for those of you who have access to a wide variety of equipment that a gym would offer. And finally, the personalized program for those of you who might have existing limitations or injuries, or you might have a unique schedule or arrangement of equipment, or if you just want a program that's totally tailored to you, this is the one for you. So to register for your program choice and to download the app, go to www.funsize.life/app or find the link in the show notes. So there you have it, you guys. Now you know my 2022 goals. They are bite-sized, they are achievable, and I hope that this episode holds value in some way or another for you. And thank you so much for listening and for your continued support. Without you guys, I would not be doing this podcast. So thank you for inspiring me to keep being consistent and showing up. And as always, I will catch you in the next episode. Have you checked out the number one app for petite workouts yet? I'm talking about the fun-sized fitness app, the monthly subscription of workouts designed for petites who want to tone up. With the subscription, you'll get a brand new petite-focused training program every month designed to help you increase strength and muscle tone. There are over 100 HD exercise video tutorials made by me, a petite, for you, also a petite, so that you know you're performing each and every movement correctly. This app also allows you to track all of your progress in one spot so you can log the weight you use per exercise so that you know exactly where to pick up the next go around. You can upload progress pictures, input body measurements. You can even sync MyFitnessPal and your step tracker so that you can see all of your fit shit in one place. Want to know why that's so amazing? It's because when you see how much you've accomplished, you stay motivated to do more and be better. When you subscribe to the app, you'll also get access to the short support forum with other like-sized and like-minded women. And you can even message me directly within the app. So if you have any questions as you go, you'll never feel lost or alone. As a special bonus, you'll also receive exclusive discounts from the Fun Size brand and affiliates such as Lacuna Fit Petite Leggings, Petite Ave Fashion Box Subscription, Pancake Protein Pancakes, and so much more. Listen, Shorty, having me write your workouts for you from scratch will cost you a few hundred dollars per month. With the Fun Size Fitness app, you're getting the exact same expertise and attention for a mad fraction of the price. The Fun Size Fitness app is only $24.97 per month. That's a freaking steal. So for more information, go to funsize.life slash app. You can even choose between the at-home workout program or the gym workout program based on where it is you like to work out. You'll need to register first before finding this app in the app store. So to register, go to funsize.life slash register. If you got any questions in the meantime, hit me up on Instagram at funsize.nutrition.